a pool noodle, a Q-tip, a hockey stick. These are just a few of the names for the new 36th Ward. It's a long, skinny strip divided among several communities on the west side. The 36th Ward is just one of many oddly shaped districts in Chicago's new ward map. Chicago City Council voted to approve the map yesterday. They needed 41 out of 50 votes for the map to pass, and they got 43. Some of the no votes came from aldermen who wanted more Latino-majority districts. The new map has 16 majority black wards, 14 majority Latino wards, and for the first time ever, one majority Asian ward. And joining us now is WBEZ's city government reporter, Mariah Wolfel. Hey, Mariah, welcome back. Hey, Sasha. So we've heard of the pool noodle. What mm-hmm. are some of the other oddly shaped districts in this new map? Okay, first of all, I just have to say, I think it's a seesaw. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think, I think it's a hockey stick. That okay. could be the Canadian okay. thing. I don't all right, know. all right, all right. We can debate this for the next 10 years. Sure. So how about that? Um, but uh, yeah, so there, there's, there's the 36th ward. I also think the 34th ward looks a little wonky if you look at it. Kind of looks like a puzzle piece or like... Uh, an octopus with its arms, you know, stretching <laughs> out into different areas to grab population from different areas to make it into that ward. So the 34th ward, if you'll remember, was kind of like it, it will be an open seat in 2023. Carrie Austin, indicted alderman, is retiring from mm-hmm. that seat. She was praised yesterday for giving up her seat. Of course, you know, she has a lot of going on with being indicted and, and all. So she's going to be dealing with that. But she's, you know, one of the longest sitting City of Chicago Alderman. She's retiring. So that was a ward where they could kind of shape it in the way that they wanted to use population creatively. That stretches from South Loop to West Loop. Um, Another area I've heard people talk about is Inglewood. It's split up into, carved up into like five different wards. There are several areas like that. Um, Some aldermen pointed out yesterday that Chatham is one of those areas too with multiple aldermen representing a single area. So why all these weird shapes, Mariah? Like what does that accomplish? Yeah, so I mean- it's it's map makers, you know, trying to creatively use population to bolster wards so that you can create as many majority racial wards, you know, majority black wards or majority Latino wards as possible with your population. And so you're trying to get 51 percent or more um, of a certain population within a ward. So you have you can't just like clump all of those together because it'll lead to fewer majority black wards. So if you look at Englewood, they really use the Englewood area on the south side of the city, which has seen a huge decline in black population. They, instead of making that into one ward, um, which then would decrease the number of majority black wards, you split that up into five, and then you're using that population to bolster the wards around it Mm -hmm. um, to increase you know, the Black Caucus numbers. And so that's kind of how, and then of course, you know, weird shapes come from people wanting to have certain blocks where they have a lot of support, where they've done a lot of groundwork, where they have allies, or they want to throw a block into a different ward to get rid of an opponent who ran against them in 2019. And I think reporters have done a good job of kind of showcasing some of those examples um, yeah. in, in this map. Mariah, what do we know about the seven alder people I mentioned who voted against the map? Um, it is a it is an interesting mix of people, um, and you know if you look at each one, you can kind of identify different reasons. Some of them, including Alderman Gilbert Viegas and Alderman Andre Vasquez, two uh, aldermen who identify as progressives, they 
voted against it, citing number one reason being that it didn't have enough Latino representation given population growth among Latinos in Chicago in the past decade. You look at Alderman Brian Hopkins, who very early on sided with the Latino caucus. Uh, if you look at his ward, he's they're taking away Lincoln Yards from him. Me- huge mega development that mm-hmm. he wanted to oversee um, that's now going to the 32nd ward uh, with Scott Waggis Pack. Uh, Alderman Anthony Beal of the 9th ward calls his ward gerrymandering. He said he was punished for siding with the Latino caucus early on. Um, he calls this a backroom deal, a gerrymandered map, um, not a compromise, not a transparent process. And so you kind of see those similar complaints as well, where people had, fr- I mean, we've been hearing this for, for I was going to say years, it feels like years, yeah. for months now of aldermen within the Latino caucus or who sided with the Latino caucus really complaining about the the process led by alderwoman and chairwoman of the rules committee Michelle Harris who kind of led this on the city proper city side mm-hmm. of things um, where they say they were they were locked out of the map room they went into the map room and longtime you know remap attorney Mike Casper uh, told them that they weren't allowed to move their lines in the way that they wanted and so they complain of it being a not transparent process. Yeah. And so then you see those those aldermen. Yeah, we had uh, Viegas on, on the program last week, and mm-hmm. you could just hear the disappointment, you know, over the pool noodle. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Oh, especially, I mean, his ward, and then also he's just led this larger fight for um, increased Latino wards, and so it's big picture and then like very specifically then, like, his I mean look terrible. at it right yeah. uh, there were two competing plans that were proposed by the city council one by the Latino caucus and one by no joke the the committee on committees and rules mm-hmm. what were the differences <laughs> I do appreciate you pointing out that funny committee name I um, mean I try <laughs> yeah. little mom joke in there yeah there you go uh, so the the main difference obviously was the number of Latino wards the rules committee map created 14 that's the, that's the, the map that passed yesterday, essentially, and the Latino caucus map would have created 15 um, majority Latino wards at the expense of one majority black ward. And so uh, that was like the main sticking point and difference. You can get into the detail. Like the Latino caucus, I think, would have split Englewood into three wards, um, whereas now we see it being kept uh, in five wards. That was, you know, one of the one of the um, benefits that the Latino caucus was kind of touting about their map. And then some other changes, the the 34th ward, instead of staying in the south loop, west loop area, which it which is where it's staying now mm-hmm. under the Rules Committee map, that 34th ward would have instead gone closer to the downtown area to kind of pick up a lot of um, white population that had uh, – that had um, – that had grown there in the past decade, um, but instead, the a lot of Northwest Side Latino wards are having to kind of pick up some of that white population, which some complain dilutes uh, the strength of majority Latino wards on the Northwest Side. Mariah, let's go to a caller who's been standing by here. It's uh, Marjorie in Irving Park. Hey, Marjorie, welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, how are you? Doing well. How are you? And what do you think of this? <laughs> well, I have been, you know, I'm focusing on my own section, I have to admit. Um, but myself and my neighbors have been pretty upset with what ended up being the ultimate map. We have been gerrymandered between, from the 33rd to the 33rd to the 35th in a very um, 
strategic way to grab population. And we've been unhappy because it really splits neighbors. And I think my comment was when I saw what actually happened, um, you know, we've been arguing on a national stage about certain political parties, gerrymandering, gerrymandering. And I think we can't argue for that if we're going to be so hypocritical within the city of Chicago, where we're letting the legislators pick the constituents instead of the constituents picking the legislators. So right now, my ward or or both of our wards, my neighbors who are now separated, are pretty unhappy with the results. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Marjorie. I do appreciate you calling in to, to join the conversation Thanks so much. Uh, Mariah, she brings up a a great point. If the council hadn't approved a map by this Thursday, voters would have gotten a chance to to approve a map for themselves. So why didn't the council want that? Yeah, I mean, at at the very obvious level, it's that aldermen and many of them don't want to relinquish their power to draw the wards that they themselves get elected in. And as part of that argument against relinquishing that power, they said that this would be very costly to taxpayers, um, that you'd have to that that the campaign for the remap would distract from aldermanic campaigns and that they didn't want. You know, we have a mayoral and a city council election coming up in 2023 Mm -hmm. um, that 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 this campaign would distract from that. Um, And so I think that that's that's on the very surface level, why many aldermen have opposed that. But at the same time, uh, you heard a lot of them yesterday kind of talking about how there should be an independent, they should explore an independent commission in the future, kind of talking out of two sides of their mouths in, in some cases, because there was, as you know, an opportunity to support an independent commission that had formed and held public hearings on a map and created a map um, uh, the people's map backed by change Illinois, um, and at first did not get any aldermanic support whatsoever for months after they had been kind of working on their map. They, they then later joined forces with the Latino caucus. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of a long answer to your question. That's, that's fine. All context we need. Here's Lisa in little Italy. Hey Lisa, welcome to reset. Yeah, well, I might be lost. I just got moved from the 28th ward into that puzzle piece of a 34th ward. Oh, no. I know. (laughs) My condolences, Lisa. (laughs) Thank you. I loved my alderman. And I. um, this is the second time that we happen to be, like, on the corner where they put a line down, you know, between one part of the city and another. And our particular little piece of the world gets pushed around. And I just don't understand exactly how those decisions are made. So I do think that it should be a more transparent process. And I also think there should be a way where you can say, you know, it doesn't make sense for these three really good reasons and see if the next time they can prevent you from being gerrymandered again. (laughs) Yeah. No, I totally hear that, Lisa. Thank you for calling. Uh, Mariah, any thoughts on that? Um, you know, I did read that. Uh, so I, did she say she was in the 27th ward? 28th. Oh, 28th. But okay. now 34th. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, I did read that there is a potential candidate who's thinking about running in the 34th ward, Bill Conway, um, who had previously run unsuccessfully for a state's attorney. And he told the Sun-Times he's considering a run for city council. So maybe that listener could do some research on that person. But yeah, an open seat election. And so I'm sure um, constituents in the new 34th will be uh, 
inundated with, um, you know, people trying to get to know them and, and, and run for that seat. Here is Diana in Bucktown, 32nd Ward. Hi, Diana. Hi. So what are you thinking about uh, your ward? Oh, I think ours, you know, is pretty much the most natural, reasonable sort of space. It's it's just, you know, it just seems geographically defensible. What what I think of, it, what I think about the whole process and the, the whole ward map is that Chicago is doomed by having 50 wards. They're, you know, they're little fiefdoms that seem to exist to fight with the others. Yeah, I hear that and a lot. They, yeah. they not only waste time that could be devoted to solving problems, they waste funds that could be put to good uses, and they prevent a common sense of being Chicagoans rather than, um, you know, just our own little interest groups and they foster our differences rather than our common goals. And I think, you know, I've never lived anywhere where people were so divided. Yeah. Diana, thank and you so I much for, for sharing your thoughts there. Yeah, she says, Chicago's doomed. We have 50 wards. We had another caller who didn't uh, want to stay on the line. That was Scott, who called us from Kenwood. He says, why do we still need 50 aldermen anyway? Why can't we just simplify the process? Yeah, you do look at, um, uh, like, cities like Los Angeles, which have, 15 city council members, and maybe that's a more effective way of running government. Um, I think that caller makes a lot of good points. It splits the city up into 50 different fiefdoms. Would it be better served if you, yeah, if you did it more regionally? And um, and that's kind of, it leads into the argument, too, of when you look at areas like Englewood, you know, I did a story leading up to the remap talking to residents there who had been pushing for decades now mm -hmm. to get a single alderman. And they're looking at abandoned buildings and they're looking at little corridors within that area that they feel don't get the right attention because there are five aldermen. And so Englewood is not the base of anyone's ward. It's on the outskirts of everyone's ward. Um, and, you know, I, I think... Um, the city council's yeah. response to that yesterday was that, you know, those five aldermen are going to work together. But now I'm just talking about Englewood. But, yeah, I think it's a, it's an interesting right. point. It's a good point. Let's squeeze in one more caller. Here's John in the 49th Ward. Hi, John. Welcome to Reset. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to make a couple of points. Number one, as a lifelong Chicago resident, I'm very disappointed that the Hispanic Caucus caved uh, to this gerrymandered map. Uh, our Hispanic population is going to be the salvation of the city. Number two, uh, to put Scott Waggis back in charge of something is as critical to the city in terms of development and tax revenue as Lincoln Yards is, is just, a, I mean, it's just the silliest thing. Uh, this guy has been ineffective as an alderman for as long as he's been in office. Uh, uh, you know, and I, I can't understand why these people in the end, understanding everything that's going on in Chicago, would be so obvious in acting in their own self-interest. I just don't get it. Thanks for calling, John. Yikes. Uh, remind us, Mariah, how long we are stuck with this new map, so to speak. Uh, for the next 10 years, I mean, so this isn't uh, foolproof from legal challenges. Uh, the law spells out that Chicago wards have to be compact, contiguous, roughly equal in size. So in Chicago, that's about 55,000 people. When you look at wards like the 36th, I mean, when you look at that, does it look contiguous to you? I don't know. Does it look contiguous to a remap? 
attorney. I think um, Alderman Viegas has kind of floated the idea that that could potentially be, um, you know, up for legal challenge. But regardless, yes, this will, you know, we'll get the 2030 census and we'll do this process all over again. All over again. Mariah Wolfel covers city government for WBEZ. Thank you. Always great to chat with you. Thanks, Sasha. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.